Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Design Recharge. I'm the host Diane Gibbs and I am joined by one of my um, best clients and favorite clients, Cindy Carter. We have been working together for, I don't even know how many years, like seven years I guess maybe. When was seven? I think eight. When was Katrina? Oh five. Oh five. Yeah. So we're going on our eighth year. So, um, Cindy, why don't you give us a little, um, how, little bit of your background and what we're going to do today is kind of take it from a client perspective as well as from the design perspective. As what was the client looking for, and then what has made our relationship last and grow as a designer, and how can you as a designer continue um, to in, you do one thing for somebody how can you continue to work with them so Cindy tell us a little bit about your background and your story and how how you got to be where you are and the end <laughs> okay okay uh, well hello everybody uh, my two passions business and dogs I spent my whole life studying both of them uh, I kind of hit the ceiling in my lifetime. I decided to take the dog on as my next passion and have applied my business background to it. Uh, after Katrina, I moved to Mobile. And uh, am I too loud? No, it's like up and down. So um, I was one, I was going to type in and see if you could move your um, microphone a little bit closer to your mouth. Or okay. Okay, now see. All right, how's it? Is that better? Yes, so much better. So you moved to Mobile. So I moved to Mobile, and uh, I started my right away. I'm doing it again. Go ahead. I started my business right away. I started uh, attending. Working uh, events going on, I joined the chamber, started handing out flyers and finding out who was at the house of the dog industry here in Mobile, uh, where was the right places to start networking. Uh, started looking at people who did marketing, started looking for quality marketing. Uh, a guy at South was having business seminar for marketing and little Terry Edgar, uh can't think of the name of his business was there and he, and he was the speaker and it just happened to be he had seen a lot of stuff yes I can let's see it'll be in your settings too you can you should be able to do that straight from your spreecast window She's going to change because it's, um, it looks like it just froze on us. So this, why this is important, I think, is because it helps any, us to understand what our business is that we're, if, if you do a lot of small business work or something like that, um, this is really good for freelancers or, or, or small design firms, how to find new businesses. So what she was doing, this is giving us huge tips into how we can actually start getting new clients and then what makes them a great client is what we're going to get into but she was at the chamber of commerce she was networking she was trying to figure out 
certain areas. So say there's something you're passionate about. Say you're passionate about um, cooking or something. Think about what somebody who was coming, a caterer, coming to Mobile or coming to whatever city you're in. She came from New Orleans to Mobile. Um, whatever city you're in, then going and seeing what they would have to do to <coughs> to find um, a location and to find how to get them established. They're going to be going to the business places. They're going to be going to the um, state to get their paperwork, all these kinds of things. I'm going to see if I can refresh, and hopefully if I do, it'll be right back on. I'm just wondering if maybe that is the issue. Can, there we are. Okay, back to you. Oh, we can't hear you now. Um, okay, so I'm going to, one thing that, so Cindy's going to tell how she found me, because again, if you understand how businesses, small businesses are working, they're able to, <coughs> you're able to get inside their mindset as a freelancer and as a, a small business, even if you're not freelancing. Um, you want to try to say something again? Anyway, we're having a little technical difficulty, but, um, so I got a call from Cindy and she had found me through a, another firm here that was doing, I guess they were boarding their dog or they were, she was doing doggy daycare with them. And she was really a, the first doggy daycare that I knew of in Mobile. And I think that's another great place. If there's something that's that you're seeing a lot of in other cities, you know someone will come to your city and do this, so look into those things as well. Get involved in things that they would be getting involved in. Local um, you know, organizations that might be interesting to that business. And then that way you're also doing things that you're interested in, because a lot of times we have clients um, that aren't necessarily, we're not super into whatever we're designing for them, but this is a great way to find something that you are interested in and they need your work. You want to try to say something again? No. Still can't hear. Um, but we're going to get it. Oh, now try. No. Let's see. Um... Under the settings, just so you guys know how a Spreecast works, you can, um, under me now, there's a little thing, a little wrench for settings, and you can click on it, and it'll, um, if you're on camera, it'll say what your camera you're using, and then you can pick your built-in mic, or you can pick, like, an external mic. And Cindy and I both have external mics. Mine's a Yeti, and then she has a, a Yeti snow, or a blue snowball. I think mine's a blue Yeti same brand and we're just trying to get it to work so unfortunately there's all kinds of crazy things and we've done plenty of freecasts so it's just sometimes things don't work out but <coughs> um and she's trying to talk so hopefully and she's frustrated 
So what happened was she found me. I went to her her business and um, I walked around and she keeps muting herself, I think. And so don't do that. <laughs> um, so what happens is I went there and I had my interview and I always carry questions because I'm again, you're trying to analyze your customer because the goal is not for you to make money as a designer. I mean, definitely that's a goal, but your goal is to help that business um, succeed and grow. And I really want to know, that was one of the things I wanted to tell you guys is about making goals, making goals with your client. Yes, they probably called you or they need you for a specific task, but it, um, do I hear something? Cindy, you're frozen. I'm do it again. I hear it. I hear you though. I got totally lost. Apparently we're still reading audio wise. Yep, we're connect. Oh yay! Okay, great. Okay. You're live. Wait. <coughs> okay. I think I'm back on the Pardon? On the blue uh Okay, great. Microphone. Well and where you sound better okay, now. Okay, you can hear me? Mm-hmm. So okay. you got you were at the chamber, you were going to all these places. And you were networking. Right. And you're not going to connect with everybody you see. So you just wait till you do connect with someone. Uh, so I went to this marketing meeting held by this guy who apparently knew his stuff. And uh, at the end of the marketing seminar that he held at South, I asked if he could recommend someone uh, who could help me out with my website page and that was of good quality. Anyhow, that person couldn't do it, thank goodness, and she referred me to Diane. Uh, Diane, within a reasonable amount of time, this is key. If someone calls you up and wants to do business with you and meets you, you know, don't make the appointment a month later. I believe Diane, uh, not knowing me, was Within a week or less, was at my business and just sat and listened to my needs. Listening skills are huge, huge. Um, she, she's a dog person. I believe she had just found a dog on campus and decided to adopt it. So there was a connection there. Uh, she's passionate about dogs also. So we had that in common. You know, we just really clicked. And from that moment on, everything she brought to me, I wasn't crazy about. Half of it I was, and half of it I felt real comfortable that she didn't take it personally when I told her, I don't like this. The print's too small. It needs to be bigger. She taught me about having space for my eyes to relax, uh, to rest. She hammered that into my head. But here, here's the bottom line. Everyone who looked at my stuff, wherever I went, and I knew nobody here, all complimented me on anything I had printed, signs, marketing, flyers, whatever. Everybody complimented me. Wow, your stuff is so consistent. It looks so good. Who are you using for my webpage? Uh, to my yard signs, to my sign out front, my property, uh, all kinds of 
dog events that I have to hand stuff out to. So all my marketing needs to be uniform and look the same and high quality because that's a reflection of your business. But did you know that? Diane, did you want to say Did you know that your brand needed to have that consistency? Or and some some businesses do, but I don't think all businesses realize how important that brand is and, and that consistency with the brand is to their voice, I guess. Did you know that already? Can you hear me? Anybody? No, you. Hello? Yes. Okay. I'm like, oh no, I'm sorry. Of course. Feed. Yes, ma'am. I knew it. I knew it. Um, I went back through and I pulled some things that I had did for Cindy. So this was the first piece that I did, I believe. And it was in black and white. And there is my baby. If you're friends, <laughs> friends with me on Facebook. And this is, uh, I think, May's, there's one of May's, uh, Cindy's babies. Um, Maisie's on the front side. Yeah, she's in the color. And, um, but... And I just brought some things. So she came and she already had a logo that was really, actually really well designed. It's actually, if you're a designer, you understand what I'm talking about. But it, these are all done in shapes. They're not strokes. So that's super helpful. Um, as I've had to work with her pieces, it, it was done by a, a good designer. It wasn't just kind of thrown together. And they're all these shapes instead of uh, stroke outlines. So... What was the reason that you didn't go with your designer from New Orleans? Did you have a designer in New Orleans make your walks and wags, or did you have that someone here? It was thrown together. It was just luck that it all came together. Well, <laughs> really? it was done well. It was done well. And so we've done everything. We've done had all different kinds of things. But in one of those first meetings, I went out and I took some pictures for her, and then um, – we realized her husband could take awesome pictures, so he was taking pictures, and um, we've, we've done two website designs. We had a business together where we made a dog magazine. Um, it started out as like a paper, and uh, these are paper too, but like a newsprint kind of thing where it was a two-color job, and then we went to a four-color and, um, you know, had a, a really good... Um, go with it for about two years um, but it was we were doing it pretty much <coughs> I'm sorry I'm still getting over being sick um, we were getting over um, that hump of there was it was right when the economy kind of tanked when we were um, when it kind of fizzled we kind of needed to focus our time and energy in other places but it was a free magazine. But the reason I had that was because in one of our first initial meetings, she started telling me what her goal or things that she wanted to do. And I think that's really important is to sit down with your clients, like Cindy was saying, was have uh, listening, the listening skills, but also don't just be focused on this, this one thing that they need, but also see what else you can do and where else you can work together and what else could help her business. And hopefully in time you get this kind of business sense and if you don't, you know, you could take business classes or you can learn a ton off the web about how to run your business and how to run a business. So if 
any kind of client needs your help, you have some marketing um, experience and knowledge. But Cindy, what were your some of your um, do you remember the meeting where we sat down and you started saying, you know, I'd love to do a magazine? I, I do, I do. But one thing I wanted to mention, going back to who designed that original logo, a friend of mine and myself did, but I did have a previous website for, for quite a few years. And the guy who designed it, it was so hard to get a hold of them. It took, if you asked them to dot an I, it took several months. It was like, forget about that. So anyhow, I just want to point that in. So I no longer wanted to do business with someone that difficult to work with. Right. So maybe it's uh, good listening for one. And then also yes. being getting back to people quickly. Right. Follow up, follow up, follow up. Oops, I misspoke people. I'm trying to type them in. Now, going back to what you originally asked me about when we started the magazine, actually, I remember exactly how it went. Diane uh, not only had was becoming my designer and doing my website and some marketing pieces to me, she also, she heard someone at, at uh, the university having a problem with their dog. She referred me a few clients. You know, that, that said a lot. That said a lot to me that she trusted me. She believed in what I was doing. It, it, she was supporting me as much as I was supporting her. So then a, a writer friend of hers comes in town from Colorado, I believe, and, and they're standing, chatting, and in the pea gravel, I believe. And I started talking about this awesome dog magazine in San Francisco I'd like to do, and that they would be just, we'd be a perfect team. And we were, and that was that was it. We took off running with it, but we enjoyed and had fun 95% of the time. We were very passionate about it and loved doing it, which is important. Definitely. And I think one thing, it's really, I think another keys. <coughs> Sorry, I'm gonna mute myself. Hopefully, I muted. Am I back? Can you hear me? You're back. Okay. Um, one of the other things is when you're, if you can, see if you can get into their business. Like, understand it. Spend time there. I don't care if it's like a bug control company or you know it's um, a caterer see if you can go to an event see if you can get an idea because as a designer we want to be able to expand their reach of our clients and if you can get in the mind of what their clients are seeing and what brings them back and a lot of times I always ask those questions to my clients well what keeps people coming back and what what attracts people to your business and if you really listen, you can start helping them in other ways too, not just designing a postcard or a website or something like that. You can also start with some of their other things that they could use to make money or to grow their business or to grow their name or whatever. Um, I always think you should always be exploring how you can better get your client's message out there. And it could be through physical things like I'm always looking at 
you know, printing options. If it's cheaper to print online and it's still a good quality, then I'm going to option for that. So we did something recently. We did a new, um, we had the business cards done for Cindy for a while, and then she said she needed some letterhead and stationery. <coughs> and so we we did it, and this is what we ended up with. We kind of have a little... Um, Somebody really needs you. And then we did. Megan's um, And then we did a, um, a envelope that bled off, and it had stuff on the back. So this is a converted envelope, and usually you think, oh, converted envelopes, those are expensive, but they really weren't. So this set goes really well together. There you can see it a little bit better. But I kind of every client who gets that stationary Diane compliments on it, by the way. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad it's worked. But it's about that brand, you know, as they get this. And it really, it's about us staying up on what's available. To try to print a converted envelope at a traditional printer, which I totally support going with traditional printers. But sometimes you just can't do it for certain budgets. And I think we got a thousand of these or something. It was a, it was a good many. But it really wasn't that expensive. I think it was under a hundred dollars for the stationery and or for the letterhand and under a hundred dollars for the envelopes, um, which we couldn't have done that at a, a local printer, not with a converted envelope for sure. And the you know the letterhead's bleeding off. So there's certain things as designers we just need to be able to. I think we had them printed at Vistaprint, but I know that Got Print. Overnight print, print place, um, those are just online printers. I, you know, I also was able to offer Cindy some discount because I'm a reseller. So you can also become a reseller, and that's something that I pass on to my clients. It's another way that makes her feel like, hey, she's she's on my side. I could just charge her the full amount, but I don't because then what happens is now she wants to come to me to get something printed. And really, I now have a great portfolio piece for me, and it also is just a reflection on her brand. So it ended up, and if you get them printed together, um, usually things are, uh, colors are going to match up a little bit, so the colors match pretty good. Um, I have had with Vistaprint them not um, mat matching up, um, and they will, um, I send it back, or I tell them, and then they reprint, and it matches, then they make it so that it matches a little bit better. I didn't change the file at all, but just an orange looks back. Um, and I think, uh, and honestly, with anybody's, Meredith, that you're talking about having those options, um, there are some that will print on uncoated stock. Like you can spec paper and you can get folders made and things like that. And it's if you know your business, then you know where things can happen. And also knowing somebody good in town, go to local printers and see what they will work with you about on prices as well because just having an uncoated sheet um, sometimes gives us that extra texture but knowing these things that can help you help your clients I feel like is really important so Cindy do you feel like I am just an extension of your team or do you feel like I'm a whole separate business and I'm um, I'm in it for me <laughs> You've always felt like you were a, a very important part of the team since uh, 
after the first week we've met, you've always been on the team. So how do not even a part of it? How do other people like you have some vets that you're really close with and that you work with, and then you have some that really feel like part of the team, and then some that don't. Because I'm trying to get the designers to realize that um, a print place was the other one that I mentioned, Meredith. <coughs> Sorry, it's like a DJ kind of. You're like taking over the chat and handling the client. Um, but what what other things kind of make you stick out that make that um, more of a partnership? Like, and you could think about it with me, but you could also think about it with um, a, a vet. Okay, well, you know, not only does my stuff look good, and do you save me money on the printing, but, you know, if I have a, uh, say, a, here we go, Diane and I did a, a pug kissing booth together for one of the animal rescues. We laughed all day long, and people paid a dollar to kiss my pug in the mouth all day long. And it was, all the money went to the animal rescue, but Diane designed it funny little booth that we held them up in and you know she you know what it's about is the invention you know everybody has a certain expectation of a designer or a veterinarian or whatever business you, you have Diane takes that expectation this is what everybody expects Diane takes it to a whole new level whole new level and, and today, as competitive as everything is, that's what you need to do if you're going to survive. It really is. That is the difference. I expect this much. She always gives me more. And the quality is just out the roof. Thanks, Cindy. It doesn't have to be like a praise Diane day today. I'm just trying to give. No, no. I mean, it, it, that's not where I'm going through on Diane. But I'm just saying... A business person's expectations, you know, they work so hard, they pay so much taxes, they got to brand their business. You've got to be part of their team. You've got to connect with them. If you don't connect with them, they'll connect with someone else. Find someone you do connect with. And Cindy, do you ever, um, I guess this is one, one thing I don't, I really try not to, um, I want my clients to feel like I'm theirs, you know, that, and I'm reachable and hopefully you felt like that. I know there are, there are times where you're in and out. It's not like you're calling these clients every week. You wouldn't have time to do things, but there are going to be ebb and flows. But with each client, I think that you just need to continue, mar you as the designer can t need to continue marketing to your client so that you're in their, in their mind. And, um, I have a massage therapist that I work with and are, she works on me um, and she sends me a monthly newsletter and I think a monthly newsletter is great for client interaction but also pick up the phone see if they're on Facebook if they're on social media you know see about other things that you could offer them and other things that you could help them with and I think also it's key to do some things that aren't making you any money but are just helping them so that they know to trust you I think you have to give some things away and it could be, it, I'm not saying your design, but it could be, hey, do you need a volunteer? Are you doing something? Or, you know, next time you do a, a, a dog thing, uh, a race or a whatever, let me know. I'll come help. 
And just those little things, let them know that you could care about their business and them, and then they remember you, and then they're you're already more part of their team. Um, how how do you think you've included? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say the, uh, for instance, let's let's just say the vet situation you brought up. I have a vet that I've been doing business with for, for like six or seven years. And I'd say 70% of my clients now use this person because I've referred them to him or her. We'll keep it anonymous. And I have four dogs and I'm constantly bringing my dogs. I never get a discount. I never get a, a hello, hey, thank you for sending me so and so. And so finally, to be honest with you, I had to send one of my dogs because they didn't do the job right to another vet who called me up at nine o'clock at night. Hey, how is your dog? Okay, this is my baby. Guess what? I just switched vets for the first time in eight years this week. So. It's, you know, don't, everything's so automated these days. It's real easy to send out a monthly newsletter. It's so, if you're building your flock, you need to tend to your sheep and give them that personal touch. Give them a phone call. Hey, how do you like your ad? Or what do you think? So anyhow, I just, I just can't put enough emphasis on personally, human-to-human contact with your clients. And if you're not physically able, like I have some clients in California, I um, I send them something at Christmas. I send I take something to Cindy at Christmas. Take I make jam in the summer, and I'm making jam soon. Soon I'll be making blackberry, but um, but I make it and I take it, and I want them to feel like they are um, they are they are have a part of me and. So I actually do Skype, or I do Spreecast um, with people if I need to record it. The Spreecast is great for that. And then if I'm also showing visuals, it's a little bit easier to do Spreecast. And you can make it private so that not everybody's able to see all your tips and secrets and stuff. But I know that this is great. Even something like this feels like you're connecting rather than just if you physically can't go to them. But I would also say try to meet with them at least once every six months um, in person or via Skype if they're kind of in the ebb and flow kind of thing. Um, but there are times when I think, Cindy, you know, back in, I'd done some stuff, I think, in August for you when we did these little cards, um, which it was. Right, like right, for the chamber dog, Right. And, um, and it was for the chamber, right? And so then, and this was a, right. a really, and we ended up doing like a magnet board and it had this picture on it with all these dogs and birds and whatever. And um, because she'll, they do pet sitting, they do all kinds of things. So we're trying to get that across, but we really wanted it to feel more high end. And, and I think we, we accomplished that. So we had done this. We did a couple more pieces that kind of had this feel. And then um, I went to, a, I did an, I had the opportunity, I'd been learning about some stuff, and I said, Cindy, you need to do this. And had, I am not 
making any money off of this, but I know that it will help her and it will help her business. And so I said, and it'll help dogs. And so I think that, and I, when I found out about Spreecast, it was, I think maybe I called you in June or July or something. And I was like, you need to do this. And it has taken us this, you know, we're getting to a point where um, we actually both attended an online conference or with David Seitman Garland and he had hosted a conference that we attended and, <coughs> and then, um, then we started meeting every Monday because she was helping me with my business and I was helping her with hers. And then we had some new ideas. And I think it's also really important to ask your clients something to get, hey, is there something I could have done to have improved? Or can you share, you know, here's a couple cards. Can you give these out if you hear of anybody? Um, or if you weren't happy with what I did, could you tell me what I could do to improve? And I think when you have that business mindset, it helps your clients because then you have that business mindset for them too. You're thinking, how can I, because how can I help you? Sometimes there'll be things that I'm like, Cindy, you got to do this. This is, oh my gosh, you've got to do something about this and this and this. And I'm like, but when I'm trying to do some marketing for me, I'm completely blank because I'm, I'm always marketing for somebody else. It's really hard sometimes to do it for yourself. So Cindy is creative and she will sit down and she's like, you should do this. And she is very business minded. So it's good to have somebody who will go to lunch with you and help you with your business too. So having, and I think that's why I called it building a business client relationship because hopefully they want to help you and you help them at the same time. And you, you realize that it's really a team effort together. What do you think about that, Cindy? Uh, I think it's real important, Diane. One thing I would, I would make a point if you, if your audience is getting ready to go out into the real world and be designers, is make a goal once a week to go to lunch with someone you don't know, whether it's a business owner or, you know a guy on the corner, I don't care, but go to lunch with another business person. Allow that person to explain to you what they do and, and what their elevator speech is. And then you do the same. And it's kind of a, a giver's game. The more you give, the more you're going to get. And you really have to have that mentality. You're doing it because you love to do it. And if, again, if you have that mindset, you're going to be very, very pro, uh, prosperous for it. There's an a organization here in Mobile called BNI, called Business Network International. They have an office on Government Street, and there's about a dozen of these uh, little groups that meet once a week. I did this for the first three years that I lived it, that I moved to Mobile and I was starting my business. And it was key because there's like 20 people in each group. And every week you stand up and you give your elevator speech. For you guys who don't know what that is, it's just telling them what your mission statement is. Uh, give yours. What you do, your name, why you do it, how to get a hold of you. Uh, so anyhow, you stand up every week, 
tell 20 people uh, your elevator speech and you give them all a stack of your business cards and it goes around the room, everybody does the same thing and week after week, you get to know them, you carry these cards in a little book so if someone in a restaurant or something asks you who's a great designer, oh I have one in my group, here you go. So you're constantly, you program your brain to always be looking for these businesses. And it's amazing how it reprograms you to think that way. And then you have 20 other salespeople thinking the same way for you. And you go to lunch once a week with one of the people in your group. And it's a great way. Uh, there is a fee, I think it's like 300 a year, Courtney. Or it was last time I checked. Now there's also the rotary. The rotary is the same thing. Um, the the chamber of commerce. I cannot say enough about the chamber of commerce. But what a lot of people uh, do wrong is they go there and they think it's like an Olympic event to see who can get the most business cards, and then they do nothing with them. And that the whole situation is you're constantly trying to build a relationship. How can I help you? How can I help you? What can I do for you? Not what you can do for me. You help them. Dana? I can't hear you, Dana. Because I had it on mute. Sorry, I was coughing oh. earlier, and I guess I forgot to unmute it. Um, I think okay. <laughs> I think one of the key things is to say to to go to a if you are into some running. Say you, Sean. I know he's in um, uh, up in Washington State, and he's a big runner. So maybe he goes and he gets involved in a running club, or he wants to volunteer at one of the races. That would be great, and it also, but then people start getting to know you, and then you say, hey, you know, I have this new, he works for Spreecast, so he has this, hey, we could meet with a whole bunch of runners in, you know, a whole bunch of different cities, and then maybe we could all get together and do the Chicago race, or the Peachtree Road race in Atlanta in July, or, or whatever, and then you're building this community, and I think that community is so essential. I know Meredith, she's in Birmingham. I know Courtney's here in Mobile, Joanna's here in Mobile, um, but building those networks and letting them know what you do, Nappy Valley, awesome. Okay, well, see, Jamie <laughs> and Sean can race, um, but knowing something that gets involved, that will get you involved with other people that are in the business world will just let them, then they start trusting you, and I think trust, how, how important do you think it is? Cindy, for you to trust me and my decisions for your... It's huge. It's huge. It's everything. But If I don't trust you, I, I don't even want you in my space. But it's not something that is automatic. It's something that you have to build. And I think yeah. in time, Cindy and I have built a, a lot of trust. And I think, you know, we started out really good. And then when we were working together... And again, that's why I say volunteer, do things that you're interested. When we were doing Alabama Dog, this was a huge amount of trust because we were together and we were working on this. This was a, um, uh, by, we did it every other month. And um, it was a lot of work 
and I would go over there and we would and we weren't necessarily just working for walks and wags we were working for Alabama dog and there there's so much that goes into building that trust now when I came to her back in uh, August and I said you got to check out this spree cast thing um, because I think that this is going to be a great way one to help dogs and two to um, get your get your name out you could she could do things with walks and wax do other like doggy daycare places but I really thought that she has so much information in her in her brain and that she needs to share it so <coughs> so I said you really really should um, do this spreecast thing and there's a couple different ways I think and I think spreecast is awesome and I'm gonna launch something soon that I, is how I think you can um, really utilize Spreecast um, or how businesses can and it'll be in May probably just to, if you're interested um, I'm trying to find this thing I just pinned to show you but I I said you've got to do this because one it's gonna help dogs for sure it's gonna help dogs and then the other one was that I think it'll help her and her business is another way for her to make some impact in her life as well as um, other dogs. So Jamie has a product that can save dogs, pets, and our lives. Oh, awesome. Jamie, you and Cindy ought to connect for sure. But I'm going to show Absolutely. you what um, Cindy is going to be working on, and it was because I believe in Spreecast, but it's also because of um, I believe in Cindy and I believe she's got a message. So I'm going to add this to the screen. This is kind of cool how Spreecast works. So I know it's me and Cindy, but you can just move your, you can hover your mouse over the middle and then you can actually move it over to the side and, um, or you move it over the chat or put it over my face or something. Of course, you're still going to see me, but she's going to launch a new show just like I have design recharge she's going to launch Cindy Carter social dog examiner and then you'll be able to like send her a video from YouTube of your uh, issue or your she's going to cover all kinds of things and her and I have sat down and gone through a list of all the things that I think she could cover because again sometimes this is how Cindy helps me she's like you should cover this and you should cover this and you should cover this and I'm like, well, you should do this and this. These are problems I have with my dog. That's right. <laughs> it's it's that give and take. But that is how now this is another area of my business. And I'm doing this with about five clients um, that I'm producing or getting them to begin a show. And they're in all different. I have psychologists. I have somebody that's doing retail. Um, I actually have two psychologists one's doing kids and one's uh, or parenting kind of things and um and then one is uh and then Cindy's doing dogs and so there's all kinds of great ways for us as designers to connect and help businesses you just have to be out there and, and be looking and and YouTube is great I mean there's all different social media that's out there that you should be using for your clients as well so um, Cindy, I know we are almost wrapping up, but um, there were a couple other things that I wanted to ask you. Why do you think that our business relationship has lasted, like compared to maybe other businesses that you do business with? 
and why it's been so fruitful? Well, I think the fact that both of our businesses have lasted through these times speaks a, speaks a lot about the both of us. Had either one of them not lasted, we would not be having this conversation. But it's because of all the things we were talking about is why we're still here. Uh, believe me, uh, in the past seven years, I'm sure you guys know, probably 50% of the businesses are gone. <coughs> and, and the difference in giving your client that and then some, that personal touch. Be grateful for your client. Uh, Diane's constantly you know, helping me, how can I help you? And I try to do the same to her. I think that's that's why, Diane, we respect each other. I never feel like, um, I, I mean, I think Cindy's really good about understanding. She's definitely going to have um, issues. Sometimes she's like, I need this next week. But most of the time she gives me time to be able to be creative and, and work. But that was something we had to, to get to. In the beginning, she didn't know how long it would take me or how long certain things um, take. So try to giving realistic plans um, and schedules. I also think one thing I've done with all my clients is I try not to talk about the other clients with the other client. Um, I also teach full-time at a university. I try not to talk so much about my students or – Something like that. Um, I try to have my focus be on Cindy, right? On am I looking the right way? On Cindy. Yeah. I try to have all my clients feel like I work for them, even though I don't just work for them. But I try to make it so that they feel like that, and so that they feel like I'm on their team. Go ahead. I, I, that's a great point. Nothing worse than, than someone coming to do business with you and dumping a bunch of drama on you. And I cannot tell you how many times that happens. You know, I want to get the dog stop fight spray and go, get away. You know, she, that, I, I never thought of that. Diane, I, I don't even know who your other clients are. I don't even know if you really have other clients. I do. <laughs> I'm not the only one. But that's, but anyhow, yeah. That's a big deal. Is that you feel like being professional? You feel like I I know you know I teach at the university, but it's that they feel like I'm their designer, and I feel like all my clients feel that way because there are certain things that people will say to me, um, and a, a lot of them are long lasting. I have one client in California. I have a few clients in California, but this one in particular, he um he said. You know, he's like, well, and we're doing this really creative thing. I can't wait, and I hope it wins some awards because it's really going to be awesome. And I have another client calling me right now. Um, but he will sit down, and he is, always talks about us and our, and I use those same words. I don't say your business. I'm like, this is what we need to do for Walks and Wags, or this is what we need to do for who are. And it, it's about a we thing instead of a you thing. And now there are things that I say, hey, Cindy, I need you to do this part. And then I will be able to do my part. And if you go to, um, I have it up here. Um, this will be, it will have a, um, she will be going live very soon. Um, the website will be up soon too, um, after hopefully spring. Friday, Friday, we have a live event. Okay, awesome. 
Um, but there will be today, hopefully later today, there will be a place that you can go in and sign up for these emails. And she's going to send you an email, and then before the show, you'll get an email. And then you can also follow her on Spreecast as well, because she's going to be doing using Spreecast for this. But there's so much that you can do in this um, venue in, with Spreecast or, or YouTube or whatever you're using. But this is going to be great. So I definitely want you to go and sign up and get those emails. If you want to know some other ways to get in touch with Cindy, um, walksandwags.com. And this is the most recent, but we will be um, redesigning some of this this summer so that it's a little bit more easier for Cindy to upload. This is something... She has been, if you also follow her on Facebook, which I have up here somewhere, I thought. Yes, now somebody else is calling me. It's walk somewhere. Yep. It, there it is. So if you um, go there, you can also see some of the videos she's put up. Um, you know, this is local for us, but this totally could help lots of other people in um, lots of other cities. The, some of her business knowledge, so I definitely would plop that into your brain. Um, but Cindy's really using social media and beginning to really use social media to connect with other people and people in the Mobile area as well as people outside. So, um, but Social Dog Examiner will be live. They will have a first on Friday. What time is it, Cindy? Uh, 7 p.m. Central Time. Okay, great. So that's 5 um, p.m. Um, 7 p.m. Yes, and 8 p.m. Eastern. So Friday and, and Mountain, I don't want to leave you out. That's 6 p.m. for you. And if you're in Europe, you're going to have to do your own conversions. Um, but that's what's great about Spreecast for sure. So um, I just wanted to, there was um, one, other, one other question that I think um, I wanted to ask was, do you normally partner up with other businesses um, and then start things or other vendors? Because most people would consider me a vendor and not necessarily a partner or part of their team. Um, I mean, hopefully my people, my clients think of me as part of their team, but a lot of designers don't necessarily think like that. So how often do you think that's happened for you that you've partnered with a vendor? Um, you know, I have a dog trainer that I have partnered up with and I have a specialty design, you know, like the girl who prints my shirts and stuff like that, who has uh, quit her job and come to work for us and she's the director of pet sitting and dog walking. So there you go. It does happen. I am. I have her card. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, so it's been something that you, you have to find the right client that's willing to grow and willing to try new things. And I think most people are wanting to make a difference and wanting to explore new things in their business. And now is such an awesome time to do that. And as designers, we really need to be focusing on all these other things that we could be doing for them. And I think for me, I'm focusing a lot on social media and the things that I'm learning. And I am, of course, passing that on to my clients. Um, I have gone to Cindy's, and you will probably think this is gross. I mean, she has to pick up, <laughs> right? 
but I really enjoy spending time out there with the dogs. And I don't know, but I like always like word finds. Well, like picking up poop is like word finds to me. I mean, not like with my hands. She has a scooper. So um, I would do that. And that is, it was relaxing to me. But maybe there's something that you could do that's kind of like a volunteer thing that you do. You get to know what the situation is. You go to lunch often. Um, definitely treat your clients as equals, thinking of them as somebody who can help you also. You just have to take, you know, what they were looking for and apply it to to what you could do. Um, and there are probably other examples like uh, B&I, um, and I realize I misspelled it on my little sheet for you. Rotary. Um, but there are other groups that are networking. And I think it's important for designers not to just hit with other designers. <laughs> Maybe we could go pick up poop. Um, we could do that. There's lots of poop around campus, but <laughs> uh, maybe not. Um, but it was, it was really, I really liked that. Um, I still like there will be, she doesn't let everybody in the, in the dog area. And, um, so I'm thankful, thankful that she trusts me. And, um, I used to go over there much more than I have recently, but we've started back our Monday meetings. So that's super nice. Just find somebody who's, who will meet with you maybe once a month and talk to you about business. And I think that finding somebody like that is really, really important. You know, Zig Ziglar had what he called the mastermind group. Mm -hmm. This is a, a great business practice where you'd get, you know, a few friends or like-minded people in business and all come together and just brainstorm on each other's business. It's fun. It is fun. And, and, you know, like, there are people who you might see here. You guys might connect with them, and or you can connect through me. And, Jamie, I hope you um, email me, and we'll, we'll talk about shows that make life better. That would be great. Um, so just connect, and hopefully we can make lots of clients feel like we are just part of them. And... I have had really long-lasting client relationships that are still making me, me in my business, lots of money. And But I don't just focus on that part. Um, if you haven't ever c contacted with me or whatever, here's a couple places that you can get to me. Um, Instagram now I have. Um, I don't use it as much as I should, but I'm going to be working on that. And then on Facebook, and that's one of the best places. But then also... If you want to email me, I'm at diane at designrecharge.org. And also, please, please feel like <coughs> you can um, sign up for my email list. You get two emails a week. And I don't know how you guys are feeling about that. If you're on my email list, you get one email that goes out and other people can see it. And then one email nobody else gets, which is all the questions. So sign up and you'll see if you want to turn it, tune in live. And then also you can connect with me on Twitter. And one is my little bird one, which is the Diane Gibbs AU for Auburn University. I got two other grads here in this room with us right now. So I've got a shout out to Auburn. And then um, also at, at Design Recharge. And that's, it's all there. Only thing I do is design really so Focus on that and business. Cindy, thank you so much for coming on. And my pleasure. 
and doing what you're doing and I really hope you guys check out Social Dog Examiner and this Friday in War Eagle and this Friday at 7 p.m. Central Time, 5 p.m. Six Mountain and and our topic and your talk our topic is social conscience adopt or buy a pet controversial Ooh. all right well um, you guys should check it out Cindy Carter and it's Social Dog Examiner on Spreecast it'll be live on Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time and um, hopefully I'll see you guys back here next week we have Joey Ellis he's an amazing illustrator I can't wait to show you his stuff and he will be here talking. He has just recently, he's been working in the field for about 15 years. And next, uh, in the past two years, two years ago, he started his own, he just started doing his own illustrations. Um, her Facebook page is Walks and Wags. Do you have a Facebook page for um, uh, Social Dog Examiner yet? Cindy? I do. I do Social Dog Examiner. Is the name I of think it? it's uh, it's just facebook.com slash pages slash social dog examiner or the other and then if you're wanting mine it's design recharge so just type in design recharge on Facebook and you will come to me and you can sign up for the mailing list there too you don't have to go on the website but thank you guys Daiko good to see you too and you. Um, Jamie I hope you contact me and I'm glad, Joanna, you could make it. I think this is your first live one, so good job. Anyway, I'll see you guys later, and have a great, great day to y'all, too. Thanks again, Cindy. All right, you're welcome. Bye.